Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 18, Codependency. I'd never heard the word codependency until I walked into the rooms of an Al-Anon meeting. Al-Anon is for family and friends of alcoholics. I quickly learned that this was what I was, a codependent. I was addicted to the alcoholic as much as he was to alcohol. But what is codependency and how can I recognise the signs and symptoms? What is codependency? LADBT defines codependency as someone who has let another person's behaviour affect him or her and who is obsessed with controlling that person's behaviour. Please check out her books on the subject. They are extremely helpful in recognising codependency and how to help yourself. They are codependent no more and beyond codependency. Codependency usually originates in childhood. And as I've said about my own codependency, it is most common in an alcoholic, gambling, drugs, sex addiction or eating disorder families. Families with mental illness, depression, trauma, anxiety, poor parenting and child abuse can also be affected by codependency. It doesn't happen to everyone in these families and you may not have been raised in a family with an addict in it to develop it later on in life. Some people I know have developed codependency when they married an addict or their child developed an addiction or one of the other mental health problems outlined already. Signs and symptoms of codependency. There are so many signs and symptoms of codependency. Those I will list are only a few. But if you want a more comprehensive list, I advise you to check out Melody Beattie's book regarding a very extensive list of symptoms. The symptoms can be as follows. Focusing primarily on another person's needs or behaviours and being overly responsible. A people pleaser, in other words. Getting into a relationship with addicts or people with a lot of problems and enabling their behaviour with excuses, lies and covering up for them. Financing an addict's behaviour at the expense of yourself and any children you may have. Difficulty identifying or asking for what you want and need. You may in fact lose yourself altogether in this type of relationship. Therefore you will have a loss of identity. Live in complete denial of the behaviour you are exhibiting and the behaviours of the addict. Difficulty in identifying your own feelings, if you can at all, as you may have taken on everyone else's feelings, stuffing down your own. Low self-esteem is very common, but you may have a higher self-esteem in other parts of your life, such as work. Difficulty communicating directly, most especially about yourself. If you are able to feel anger, it may be expressed violently towards others, but may not be towards the addict. You may have very aggressive conversations with the addict too. You can also exhibit unexpressed anger, which can manifest itself in terms of depression. You may also use passive aggressive means to express your anger. Feeling numb, being a perfectionist, 
disassociation and hypervigilance are also quite common. Controlling. Everything in your life has to be controlled, including the addict. Having a fear of intimate relationships. You may be experiencing domestic violence as well. Please seek help when it is safe to do so. Women's Aid in Ireland, the UK and Refuge in the UK will help you with this. I will give you the links at the end of this podcast. As I have said, these are just some of the many symptoms and signs of codependency. Recovery. How do I do it? If you can identify that you are in a codependent relationship, well done. But now it's time for some self-help and therapy. If you're in a domestic violence relationship, please seek help when it is suitable and safe for you to do so. The first thing to do is to seek therapy immediately. I would also recommend that you attend a 12-step family and friends group if you're involved with any type of addict. These groups can be Al-Anon, Gammonon, Codependency Anonymous, Adult Children of Alcoholics, etc. These organisations are a great support for family and friends. They offer a great programme with help, love, and you will have a great deal of new friends at the end of it. Self-help is part of starting by reassessing your life. Do you know how to look after yourself? Using the very basics of self-care, which I have discussed before, and using the tools I have also discussed for to help you reassess your life in my podcast on journaling questions. The very basics of self-care can be very difficult for most codependents. We are used to focusing on others and not ourselves. But now is the time for you to focus on yourself and your children if you have any. You are now your only top priority. You cannot look after anyone else until you learn to have a proper healthy boundaries and can look after yourself. I will be talking about healthy boundaries in the next podcast. Journaling is also a wonderful tool that can be used in self-care and therapy. It will help you to reflect on what is happening in your life and what areas you need help in. Don't be afraid to seek help. This takes a lot of courage to do so. You are not admitting defeat or that you are a failure. You are admitting you are stronger than you ever thought possible when you seek help from a professional. Learn mindfulness or another meditation tool. These are wonderful tools that will help you find yourself, keep you balanced and gain serenity again. Most importantly, stop enabling the addict. Learn to say no. No is a full sentence and a full statement, so you never have to explain yourself. This is where the 12-step programs can come in as they will teach you how to detach with love and stop enabling the addicts. You may also need to seek legal advice if your addict is or has put you into debt. Helping others is good, is it not? There is no problem with helping others. It can be a very rewarding thing to do. But finding a balance between helping others and being codependent is hard, particularly at first. At first, you have to learn how to look after yourself, put healthy boundaries in place, and then you can help others from a much more loving and caring place. The organisations that I have mentioned in this podcast, Women's Aid in Ireland, can be found at www.womensaid.ie. The refuge site in the UK is www 
www.refuge.org.uk. In the original blog for this podcast, I have also listed out links at the very end for some other groups that I feel are very beneficial to people with codependency or involved with people with that addictions. I will be talking more in the coming weeks about addicts and different types of addictions as well as boundaries. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.deborahbrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 